This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So you have come here for information. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. We dug up a lot of good dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Listen and learn. The biggest story in entertainment is that Roseanne Barr posted a racist tweet about former Obama advisor Valerie Jarrett yesterday. And within hours, ABC canceled Roseanne, despite it being the most watched show of the year. Uh, then she went on apologizing, blaming it on late night Ambien tweeting that she's been fighting racism her whole life. Then she's gone back today, sort of uh, doubling down on her statement after she was fired. And she's also been let go from her talent company management company as well yeah, lots to say early, about this but that sums it up what you say and what you do yeah that was a good wrap up there don actually. <laughs> yeah, that was, actually that was really good there's so many aspects of the story i i and you know uh the six o'clock hour of our show we really dived into a lot of it we'll do a little here but uh i i bottom line at the top of the hour because this is the new news overnight she is going after you know kind of going after her co-stars and mm. accusing them of throwing her under the bus and kind of negating her whole apology mm-hmm. which you know for some that are saying well she apologized well yeah she did but now it, it, did she really mean it you kind of have to ask that question now that she seems to be backtracking mm-hmm. exactly. on twitter this morning so <clears throat> all right uh diane kruger and norman reedus are expecting their first child and uh, Norman Reedus is uh, from The Walking Dead. Daryl. Daryl, yes. And so are Josh Brolin and his wife. Meanwhile, America Ferreira gave birth to her first child while Chris Klein and his wife welcomed their second. So four baby wow. news there. It's a baby fest. Yes. Now, speaking well, to Norman Reedus, go on. I was going to say, yeah, there's a lot of Walking Dead news overnight. Yeah, rumor has it that Andrew Lincoln is leaving The Walking Dead, and since he's the lead on the show, the producers have reportedly offered Norman Reedus a raise, plus the lead, so he'll stay on. That would be oh, smart. I love that move. Yeah, baby, yeah. Get that bow and arrow out. Get those zombies. Know. Can you do this show without, without yes. Rick? Yes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. He, he's emoted too much over time. <laughs> yeah, he Personally, emoted himself out. That's yes. what actually kill, kills him is how much emotion he shows. Personally, I think it's the beginning of the end. I yeah. really do. Oh, for yep. sure. Yeah. They'll and have Maggie one too. more season. Yeah. She's, she's kind of on the fence about coming back, too. So It's so hard with this because when you know that their contract is over, you know they're going to die <laughs> somehow. Yeah, I mean, They're yeah. not just going to go off into the sunset. I mean, let's be real here. Mm-hmm. Okay, look at on, Carl. Yeah, look at Carl. Let's not. All right. Um, <laughs> on TV tonight, uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt has uh, its fourth season premiere on Netflix. We have American Ninja Warrior on NBC. That's the tenth season premiere, and the series finale of The Americans on FX. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more at mytalk1071.com. 
greatest update ever. Dirt Alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended Dirt Alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. Keep me updated. And now, Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on my talk. Everything entertainment. Welcome to the final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, everything Alexis has a whip and you better run. I'm Jace with Lex and oh, Don yeah. McClain. Wait, let me do back. that again. One more, okay, fine. There we go. Oh. Look at you, you little dominatrix. Whoa. Um, we're going to get back to Don's travel adventure in just a little bit because we're going to need a palate cleanser. Uh, then we have the dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese will give us. I, I, I mentioned it a little bit ago, so we won't get into it now. But Elizabeth uh, will have on the dirt alert the most recent tweets from Roseanne concerning the cast. Uh, she went after Michael Fishman and Sarah Gilbert. And Elizabeth will handle that coming up in oh. La Dirt La Dirt Alert. But yeah. before we get back to Don, you know, since we brought it up in the dirt alert, and we haven't, you know, we, we've been piecemealing it throughout the show because I know all of you listening. I, I think we we kind of feel you uh, and we didn't want to bombard you with four hours of nonstop Roseanne talk. But I think it is important uh, because we have the time to kind of go through some of the points because I know Alexis did. Dawn was busy c- coming back, but uh, I read everything I could get my hands on last night yes. and uh, and I looked at a lot of decent Twitter. And what I mean by that is I, I ignored what I'm pretty sure. Sh- I have never, I got, let me just pause really quick. I have never seen, and it's probably because I, I never, I shouldn't say never. I think I've, I rarely wade into controversial topics on my personal Twitter account for ver for, uh, <laughs> for obvious reasons. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, but I have never seen bots twitter bots i was attacked and all i did was retweet sarah gilbert's tweet from yesterday because when the news broke i was on twitter and i was just retweeting the latest from like cbs news and everyone had different aspects of the story so i was just retweeting the very latest to keep my you know if people happen to be on my twitter feed they could see the very latest because things were breaking so quickly i gotta tell you it, it, it is overwhelming i have never been attacked by Twitter bots. They mm. are real. They are real. You hear about them in conjunction with like political scandals. Yeah. I now know what these these Twitter bots are. I don't you know, know what, they're I don't they're really fake know what accounts. It is. Can you they're tell fake me? Account, okay. They're fake Twitter accounts run by like corporations for one party or the other oh. and they're not real people. They're they're basically machines run by people. Um and I I have I have blocked more people in the last 24 hours mm. because it's just it, 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 I've never seen the vitriol with at such number just from one retweet of mine. So, girl, well, you're I'm not le- the only one who retweeted Sarah Gilbert. Roseanne Barr did, too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, that's a little sidebar. Fascinating. Yeah, I have never seen Twitter bots. And now I know what Twitter bots are. But anyway, well, some of them are real, real people behind it real. who are saying, yep. 
I know, but I'm saying I looked at the account, and you can tell. It's very obvious what, what are mechanical accounts. Yeah. There, it's, it's obvious. But anyway, b- back to the, the, the thing at hand. Lex and Dawn and I just wanted to tackle a couple of the reoccurring narratives that I know that I saw on social media. And the first one is the First Amendment. I know some of you listening, and again, we, we try to be respectful on these days. Um, we don't yell at each other. We don't call each other names, even if we have different view- points of view. But I know um, a lot of you... Uh, that are defending Rosanna uh, talking about uh, that. This is a violation of her free speech. Lex, what do you want to say Mm. about that? Yeah, we're free to say whatever we want, right? But we have to deal with the consequences of it. And especially if you're working for a network that is supporting your projects and you're a reflection of them, you got to think twice before you send out something like that. Yeah. That's so clearly racist. Right, Dawn. I mean, uh, Dawn, yeah. if you if you tweeted something like that, we'd be gone. Yeah, you you would be fired from Hubbard. There's consequences, like just like Alexis said. Yes, of course you can say whatever you want, but when it comes to hate speech and racism, there's a line, and she crossed the line. It wasn't in a if she thought it was funny or a comedic way. That's it's not funny at all. I don't even know why that's in her heart. To be honest, I, yeah. I don't understand that. To If you don't agree with somebody politically, I get that. Sure. But then to go the low road and, and basically call them something that isn't human and to degrade them by saying you're basically not a human being, that is like, where does that come from? Yeah. I wasn't raised that way. and. No. And not humor. No. Well, well, no, not humor. And and to, to blame it, I think it's such a lazy argument. We had a caller that said a version of this to say, you know, one of her, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going to be real. One of her excuses in the overnight tweets is that she was ambient tweeting. Mm. I'm, I'm sorry. Dawn talked about what's in your heart. I have been drunker than a skunk. Mm-hmm. I have been a drunk skunk many times in my life. And I would never tweet something like that because it's not in my heart. And I, I don't I don't buy that for a second. And to use the to oh. use to compare a black woman to an ape mm. is language that has been used for decades to degrade and dehumanize black people. So to bring that language into humor, because that's that's another aspect we want to talk about, because I know some people are saying, hey, she's a comedian and you give free passes to comedians. We'll get to that in just a second. Mm. But uh but to oh. have that in your heart, I I, I, I don't buy that, Lex. Okay. I don't buy the ambient tweeting excuse. No, well, here here's her response to that because someone tweeted her and said, okay, now Roseanne is defending her tweets by saying ambient made her racist. And she says, no, I didn't. I blamed myself. Stop lying. Yes, I have had odd ambient experiences on tweeting late at night like many other people do. I blame myself, okay? It's just an explanation, not an excuse. Okay, bully. Okay, it's an, that no, was her now tweet. Pulling, okay, now we're pulling out the word bully. <laughs> yes. Get off Twitter, then stop yeah, tweeting. If you you are a public, minutes ago, you are a public person tweeting publicly. If you do not want, if you don't want counter points of view, then don't read, don't tweet, and then don't read the. That's what I do. I, I you know what I mean? If man, I, he's I, on I, top of the to, world too. I mean, really, this. The reboot was so great. Everyone's feeling happy about it. The network is just kudos, kudos, kudos. She's at the front, you know, just promoting. And 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 one tweet, this can happen. I mean, what a lesson well, to everyone. And also, that was what she was thinking. Yeah, again, you're right, Lex. I mean, there's lesson so many to levels everyone. to that, but. 
if anybody, I, I saw a local station, I won't say who, do a poll of saying, were, was Disney in the right or is this a violation of free speech? That's mm-hmm. not the, I, I begged, I respectfully disagree. I think that's an unfair this or that. This is not a violation of freedom of speech. As Alexis pointed out, you work for a corporation, a large corporation that has the right to set standards and company culture. And if you are in violation of that as an employee, you you have the right to speak, but you also have the right to feel the consequences of your speech. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes. It, you, yes, you can say whatever you want. And I would actually say, if you look at the history, you know, before uh, I would respectfully request before you bring up the freedom of speech argument, go back and look at Roseanne's history with her controversial tweets. Yeah. If anything, Alexis and Dawn and all of you listening, I would actually say Disney slash ABC was incredibly patient. Yeah. There's a pattern here. They could have, they could have called her to the carpet many, three or four. This is the fourth tweet that has been what they refer to as very controversial. Rosanna's had a history of making controversial statements, but let's just talk about tweets. I think Disney has been patient. Yeah. Disney yeah. could have called her into the office many times. This is the fourth. So I, I don't buy that either. And as far, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Alexis, no, you go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to bring up something else. Go ahead. No, go. I was going to bring up the, now let's, because the freedom of speech is something that I saw a lot. And now let's talk about, you know, uh, is this comedy? And is she mm. protected? Because I've even made that argument that I give comedians a pass no. because I believe they are the ones that should make us feel uncomfortable. This isn't comedy. Mm-hmm. Even Roseanne's own words say that. Comedy comes from a place of love. That's Roseanne's own words that I just quoted right there. That is a rule of comedy. If, if we're going by Roseanne's rules, what she wrote is not in the category of a joke. Yeah. Because calling a black, comparing a black woman mm. to Planet of the Apes is not funny. It no. is not structured as a joke. It's not in the context of a joke. So I don't, I respectfully disagree with that defense as well. Lex, what do you yeah. want to say about oh, that? Oh, I was going to bring up Sarah Gilbert's immediate tweet saying that it was uh, abhorrent and that it's not reflective of our group and it's just one person. And the reaction to her tweet was you should be supportive of your co-star. What are you doing? And that seems misplaced too. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. let's talk about, and we got to go. And that Elizabeth, was even something, yeah, yeah. And Elizabeth Reese will top the dirt alert with the latest overnight with the tweets. But yes, um, but I'm so glad you brought that up because that was another narrative that I saw a lot was, and some some of the comments were in response to what I tweeted. People saying, "Well, shouldn't Sarah?" They were really they're vile to Sarah Gilbert, saying that she threw under the bus and that- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. She should be loyal, loyal and grateful to Roseanne. Okay, Mm -mm. but how grateful only takes you so far? Of course she's grateful. That's not we're debating. I'm sure Sarah is very grateful for the platform that Roseanne gave her. 
But that, so that gives Roseanne carte blanche to do. Say whatever she wants. Say whatever without consequences. And Sarah forever can't disagree with Roseanne because Roseanne gave her a platform. That's not how it works, Mm-mm. folks. That's not how it works. And and I got really icky with the, with the uh, and more than one person said this, that Sarah should be loyal to Roseanne. Right. No, 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 no. Roseanne, I'm not loyal to my boss. No, I mean, in the same way that Amy Daniels would not be, quote, loyal to us. She yes, just tweeted us in a, B. Arthur, our boss. She just tweeted joking, but she's being serious. If we, if any of us had tweeted that on my talk oh. 107.1, we would be fired before we take our first sip of company provided uh, coffee. Yeah. And that is the damn truth. So the same way that she wouldn't be quote loyal to us, I'm sorry if Amy Daniels tweeted something like that, which she never ever would, I, I would I would have I would You have to differentiate would, and say this is not to, us. This is not me. And I this is not my talk. This yeah. is one woman. And to be clear, I'm I'm using Amy as an example, but again, let me say it loud and clear. Amy would never say that. No. But just as she wouldn't, she couldn't be loyal to us if we did this. I we couldn't be. I don't even like that word. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Uh, When we come back, uh, Elizabeth Reese is going to be here with the Dirt Alert with the latest overnight because Roseanne was tweeting overnight. Um, And thanks for all of you listening that have been very respectful, even those that disagree with what the three of us are saying. Thanks for no name calling. And, hey, we're reading your emails, and I love that you're in and love hearing different points of view. Uh, That will continue when we come back. Um. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. everybody jason and alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment i'm jace with lex and dawn and now it's time because we are the home of entertainment to get the very latest in the dirt alert with elizabeth reese hello elizabeth. hello and it's the roseanne Bar situation all yes. day long because oh, yeah. the fallout continues after uh she late night tweeted uh monday night into tuesday morning she posted racist tweets uh she then was uh sort of apologized then dropped by ABC, her show was canceled, dropped by her talent agency and her castmates on the Roseanne reboot uh, really took to Twitter to say how this was so awful. They just called her tweets abhorrent and did not want it to reflect on the rest of the cast yep. and how sad they were uh, that all the people who work on this show are now um, out of work. Now, here's what she Roseanne fired back with. After her castmates tweeted, including Sarah Gilbert, uh, Roseanne Barr went to Twitter to apologize to the hundreds of people and wonderful writers and talented actors who lost their jobs. Then she changed course by slamming some of her ABC sitcom co-stars. She responded negatively to tweets by Michael Fisher and Sarah Gilbert condemning her behavior that led to the cancellation of the Roseanne revival and. Um, And Roseanne tweeted back and said, I created the platform for that inclusivity and you know it. You throw me under the bus. Nice. That was her tweet back to Michael Fisher, who um, responded saying that he condemned Roseanne Barr's joke, called it reprehensible and intolerable and said that her and I put joke here in quotes, folks, uh, did not reflect the inclusive views of himself or his Roseanne character. Um, Mm -hmm. When Sarah Gilbert 
issued a statement saying Roseanne's recent comments about Valerie Jarrett and so much more are abhorrent and do not reflect the beliefs of our cast and crew or anyone associated with our show. Uh, Roseanne Barr responded, wow, unreal. To Sarah Gilbert. I, I, I just don't. I don't understand the rage against Sarah Gilbert and, and Michael Fishman. And they're also going after the young lady, Lex, I know oh, you Emma, love her, who, pl- yeah. who played Darlene's yeah. daughter. They're yep. attacking her. Yep. I, I, I don't understand that because I don't care if it's Roseanne or Mrs. Bigglesworth. Shouldn't you be loyal to values and not people? We're talking about loyalty people. You know, oh, Sarah should be loyal to Roseanne, right. her boss. No, no, no. We well, should be Wanda's- loyal to, uh, I mean, we, we should be loyal to values. And if Roseanne isn't aligning with your values, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what Sarah's done wrong. And don't we have misplaced anger? It's not Sarah who has forced the cancellation of the show, causing hundreds of crew members, hardworking folks to lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't understand the anger at the cast. No, I don't. I don't get the it either. The lashing out doesn't make any sense And to Wanda me. Sykes was the first one to leave. You know, I mean, yeah. she was the head writer on the show and she said it right after Roseanne's tweets. I mean, when she saw them in the morning, she said, I will not work. I will not return to Roseanne. Yep. I mean, that was it. That was her bottom line. This is where I draw the line and this is what I will not do. And so that's what she said first. Uh, Roseanne also um, using sort of an Ambien defense here. Mm. She said, guys, I did something unforgivable, so do not defend me. This is what she's talking to her Twitter followers. It was two in the morning and I was Ambien tweeting. It was Memorial Day, too. I went too far and do not want it defended. It was egregious, indefensible. I made a mistake. I wish I hadn't. But don't defend it, please. And then she went on saying, um, talking about Ambien, saying not giving excuses for what I did, but I've done weird stuff while on Ambien, cracked eggs on the wall at 2 a.m., etc. Okay, I appreciated the swiftness of her apology yesterday, but she kind of negates it, and she has negated it by criticizing her, her co-stars early, with yeah. all of her early morning tweets. She's yeah. kind of walking back. You know what I mean? I know. Now mm-hmm. she's defending herself and kind of going against everything she said she was sorry for. So it's, I always appreciate, and I'm always willing willing to forgive folks. Forgiveness does come. I don't know if it's going to come within 24 hours, but looking at what she's writing now, I have to question what then really, what is in your heart? Are you really sorry? Or are you sorry you got busted? Yep. And you're sorry your show got canceled. Well, and this is the thing, Jason. I mean, this is what other Twitter users were calling her out saying, you know, while I'm on Ambien, I've made sandwiches and called a friend to read her poetry at 3 a.m. and don't remember doing any of it, but I wasn't a racist bleep. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's the one thing that I think, and this, you know, this is another example. This is sort of what we saw with Mel Gibson, right? I Mm -hmm. mean, when you can be, um, you can be under the influence of things and be an idiot and, and make mistakes. But I mean, if you're, if, if what comes out of you when you are under the influence of something is racist, misogynistic, Mm. horribly offensive to any minority group, um, then you you've got some deeper issues there. I mean, that's Mm. not just substance abuse. That's what's coming out from inside of you. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I've never gotten hammered and like used racial slurs. It just that hasn't happened. (laughs) That 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 argument to me is bogus. That has always been bogus when celebrities use that. To me, it is truth serum. 
I'm sorry. Uh, it's it's anecdotal, but I'm, uh, to me, mm, that's in your heart. If that's coming out at you after a bottle of Bacardi. There sorry. you go. Yeah, I wonder if she's yeah. just trying to prove a point. Or, I think like it's, it's the defense and then it's trying to tell herself a different story. I don't know. Yeah. You guys will be following it throughout the day. Also, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra are dating. I leave you with that. Goodbye. Hot. <laughs> Hot. What? Oh. Yeah. We'll be back with the Dirtle, or you can watch Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. Thanks to all the comments. We appreciate it. Next. Back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Alexis only wears Hello Kitty band aids. I'm Jace with Lex. <laughs> And Dawn Ghost Hunter McLean. We'll get some more. uh, How did Dawn do on Southwest Airlines? We're going to find out in the next segment. She was ghost hunting in Louisville, searching for dead people. I was scared just looking at her photos. It's horrifying. Getting in the body traps and body shoots. There's no trap. It's just a tray where they store bodies in the morgue. That's what you're talking about. I didn't get in there, but one of our other guys Here at my talk, we call that under B. Arthur's desk as well. That's where she stores all the dead bodies. Old producers. Old producers. Oh, God. Old interns. They're all the She keeps them all under there. And and then she, she takes their brains and then she turns them into the... To zombies. That's okay. right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how she does that. It's magic. She has a witch. wand. It's witch. <laughs> it's it's witch magic. Uh, it is Witchery. coming up. Witchery. Uh, it is eight. It is eight. We've been. I've been very nice to her today. So I had to counter. If I was too nice to her, she would think I wasn't feeling well. So I I had to throw in one little joke about mm-hmm. her. Anyway, love you, B. She's listening. Eight thirty four Wednesdays around this time means birthday pranks. Uh, these are our pre recorded candid camera style bits. As always, thanks to all of you that uh, email us. Uh, as I say week after week, y'all are some funny people wanting to uh, <laughs> prank your husbands and daughters and sisters, and when we'll get to them as soon as we can. <laughs> Today it's Dawn. Dawn, uh, give me the one-liner here. Okay, this is a guy who's the top salesperson of his company. He has a big speech to give. Um, his boss pranked him because he wants to throw him off his game. Okay, here's birthday pranks. Birthday pranking with Jay and Don, but not Alexis because she's bad at lying to people. Hi, is this Richard? This is Richard. Richard, uh, we got your email. This is Don McLean at My Talk 1071. How are you doing? Good. I love you guys over there. Good deal. Okay. So you want to get your top salesperson. Uh, you you manage a guy named Joshua, and he's actually ended up being the top salesperson for your company this year. Yeah, he's a, he's a bucket of dynamite, that kid. He's a great <laughs> sales kid, and, and uh, he's kicking ass okay. for sure. Now, you say he's overly confident, and he has to speak at this uh, national conference that you're having. Um, so I want to try to freak him out a little bit. Yeah, that's what it's about. And it's, he's got his birthday coming up, so it's going to be a great little prank on him. Okay. He deserves it. He's cocky. <laughs> cocky kid. we got to knock him down a few notches, right? For sure. Okay. Can't wait. Well, I'm going to be pretending to call from your corporate office to give him some great news about this conference that he has to speak at. Go for it. Okay. You just uh, be quiet in the background. I'll bring you on at the end. Thank you. Hello, this is Joshua. Hey, Joshua. This is Lacey from the corporate office. You probably have never talked to me before. 
Uh, I don't think I have. How's your day going? It's going great. Um, Well, I have some great news. Congratulations, by the way, on being uh, our top seller this year. Thanks. It's such an honor, right? So, well, great. Um, We have some great news, and I know Uh, that you're going to be excited about this because I hear that he's one of your idols uh, as far as business goes. And after you speak, we actually landed Elon Musk to speak at the conference this year. Seriously? Yes. That is very, very exciting. Yeah, you're actually (laughs) going to be introducing Elon Musk to the stage. I I am. You are, yes. And it does take a little bit of pressure off you also because um, your speech normally, we told you, would be 30 minutes. So we're actually, to accommodate for Elon, going to cut that down to uh, 10 to 12 minutes, if that's okay. Uh, so they're cutting like 20 minutes of the, of the speech that I planned? Uh, they are um, to accommodate for, you know, we have spent quite a bit of money bringing him in. We have to fly him in from Europe. Uh, and, right. you know, it's just since it's we've been trying to get him for the last five years and, and we just landed no. him this year. So um, yeah, we I'm, thought that. I'm, we thought that maybe uh, because we do recognize that, you know, this is a great honor for you, that what you could do is record a video message and then we hope to put that online for people to, you know, see the rest of what you wanted to say. How does that sound? Oh, like a, like kind of a, a follow up to. Uh, OK, so you want me to deliver <laughs> like 30 percent of the speech and then put the rest online? Uh, I mean, if it's okay with you, that would be, that would be great. Okay. Uh, would I record that in advance of the speech or afterwards or? We're going to record it in advance and we're going to, we've actually set somebody up, uh, to, to come in and, and record that with you, our videographer. We're going to fly him into Minneapolis and do that, uh, right before, uh, the conference here in July. So that'll be super easy for you. You won't have to do a thing, but just, you know, record your message. It'll be really laid back so people can take advantage of hearing everything that you have to say. Uh, I guess whatever works best for, right. you know, everybody involved. You know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And we're also going to work in some incentives for people if they do watch the video that they can get some perks. So, uh, okay. Um, and okay, there sure. are a few things, though, I wanted to make you aware of. Elon has mm-hmm. um, some requirements before he's introduced. Uh, there are some things that he really likes. There's actually a quote in Latin that he likes to have read every time he speaks. It's something that has okay. inspired him. And, and so we will give you that. It's a couple of paragraphs. A, par- a couple of paragraphs of Latin. Yes. Okay. That uh, so <laughs> is that something that's going to be like projected, or I need to speak these paragraphs? Like? You have to speak them, um, and then later, whenever he comes up to do his speech, he will translate what uh-huh. you said. I see. Are you comfortable okay. with that? Uh, I mean, you talk all the time. Uh, it's it's. <laughs> I hear I'm you're really you're not, really good at your job. So yeah, I, I, I'm not shy about speaking in front of people, but I, I don't know Latin. Uh, I'd have to brush up on it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, don't be nervous. Okay. It's no big deal. Yeah. Okay. And then there is a small issue with um, your name. We gave him right. the rundown of the program, and, and he just happened to mention that um, 
he has actually a rival that he doesn't talk a lot about in the public, and his name is Joshua. Um, and he's really caused a problem with Tesla, and uh, it's just like one of those things he tries to ignore, especially on social media. He doesn't want to give uh, a lot of attention to it. But since you have the same name, he was asking if you could change your name. He wants me to. What What does that mean? Just just <laughs> for the speech, you know, just head. just for the matter of because it really does set him off whenever he even hears the name Joshua. So I think um, what we like thought of Josh or like uh, what? even Josh, you know, we ran that by him. Um, we understand your middle name is Patrick, so maybe we right. can introduce you as JP. Have you ever I mean, gone by JP or? No, <laughs> I mean, I, okay. I mean, a, a lot of the, uh, I mean, I understand his sensitivity. I definitely want to respect his situation yeah. there, but uh, nobody has ever called me JP. I don't even know if JP, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, so it's going to be like JP in like all the the program pamphlets and mm, everything. Yeah, that, I mean, he would prefer that because it just really infuriates him to see the name Joshua at all. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so. I mean, other than those two things and then cutting your speech by two thirds, you know, it really is going to be I think it's going to be a great conference. Of course, you have the VIP penthouse suite that you've uh, we've set you up for with for the weekend. Uh And uh, also there is a private um, meet and greet with Elon that you'll, of course, be included in and you'll get to have your picture taken. Okay. Well, I mean, that's for sure exciting. Um, Again, I want to do whatever's best for the company and everybody involved here. Uh, yeah. Well, that's great. And I don't want you to be nervous at all. So you just relax about this. We'll get you all that Latin in advance. Uh, and then right. maybe you can, you know, practice saying your n- new name over and over again, you know, before. I would just have people, you know, maybe in the month of June, people could just start calling you JP so you get used to it. Like like around the office? Yes. <laughs> Because, I mean, my, my clients aren't going to know. <laughs> right. Well, just, you know, inner office stuff. So, But you know what? Right. Let, me, um, let me put you through. Um, there's a guy who wants to talk to you here, actually. Okay. Let me uh, see if I can get him on the line here. Um, hey, Richard. Why don't you hey. tell Joshua that he's been birthday birthday? <laughs> What's going on? Hello? Uh, what? Happy birthday. Hello. You better brush up on that Latin. <laughs> uh, you are being birthday pranked right now. You're on My Talk 1071 with Jason and Alexis. Uh, good. <laughs> you were rolling with the punches. I told you, this kid, man, doesn't matter what you throw at him, he's, he's going to roll with it. Yeah, oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. Wow. Well, um, I would have I would have hung up on her with the Latin. <laughs> I would have just hung up. I wasn't gonna hang up on her, but I was getting concerned. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for being such a good sport, and uh, you know you're happy gonna... birthdays, <laughs> JP. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> You'll get your full 30 minutes to speak at the conference. Thanks for being a good sport, and thanks for listening to my talk 1071. Uh, all right, thank you, guys. <laughs> Oh, man. Not only does he not get to meet Elon Musk. Very sad. Oh, well. Very, very sad. Willing to read Latin, change his name. Yeah. (laughs)
<laughs> He's loyal and true, isn't yes. he? Yes. He, he is very loyal and true. <laughs> Poor guy. As Alexis would say. We got to take a break. It is 844. Dawn's adventure with uh, Southwest Airlines. Oh, with yes. Return. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We are near 850. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything bananas have potassium. I'm Jace with Lex. <laughs> Thank you. Fun fact. Ton, Ton McLean. <laughs> oh, I love bananas. I love bananas. That's what she said, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, Dawn, John Denver, her ass right out of here this weekend, uh, this past <laughs> yeah. weekend, and uh, got on a jet plane and headed uh, to Ghost Bust and Ghost Hunt uh, in Kentucky at a haunted hospital. And then at a haunted burger joint and a haunted bowling alley burger and a haunted joint. restaurant. And I mean, she was, she, a haunted hotel. Did, we, did you stay at a haunted hotel too, Don? No, just the Ramada. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of seemed haunted at times though. Yeah. There's a bachelor party on the third floor. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I hate that. That's okay. That's well, if you, you heard the, the lead up to Don's trip, Don all, uh, told us here on our show when then Don was filling in for uh, D. Val Valentine on Donna and Steve. And Steve um, Patterson scared the pejeebies out of her <laughs> because Don McLean for the first time was flying Southwest Airlines. And if you don't know, Southwest has a different boarding procedure than most airlines. You don't have assigned seating. You're, uh, you're brought onto the plane in zones. If you're in zone one, that's good. If you're the last zone, that's bad because you basically have like the, the butt end of the plane seats to choose from. Steve told Dawn she needed to be aggressive in her uh, in her in her passengering pursuit. That I was the right place in line. Yeah. So how did it go? Well, it went fine. Um, He was right about the fact that you don't just you know they have it in sections. They call you up by groups A, B, and C. So I was in group A the first time around, uh, and it was I was like seat forty eight. Well, you need to find your place in the you know the thirty to 50 range don't get in last place if you're not last place you know i see all right How, so what's the structure was it three by three a b c d e f or was it two and three or oh four God, and I two no idea okay. what, I, she what is she talking i don't know what's she's the configuration me. when you she's walked into the plane me. oh were there middle the seats oh no no middle seats there's oh. like there's like a three and three on each side three and three on each side okay <laughs> All right. So <laughs> so basically, once you get in the right place in line, when you get there and you get on the plane. Question, guys. This is what. Oh, oh. Okay. Sorry, Don. No, Continue. Is it, a, is it a TUV structure or is it XYZ? Uh, I can just see people just groaning when they get on. They, oh, there's only a row of middle seats left. No, that's, you know, no, that's what happened. That's what happened. Oh, see? On the way back. Yeah. Okay. Because yep. I was, since I had been up all night long. <laughs> I was asleep whenever it was time to check in online for oh. my ne- my leaving flight. I forgot to, I didn't want to set an alarm for 11 a.m. because that's when my flight left. I didn't want to set an alarm, so I forgot. And then I woke up at like, you know, whenever. And I was like, oh, no. But I did get <laughs> in group get my B. Place. Yeah. So, so I would like to say, first of all, that uh, Southwest, that crew is so fun. They They are different than other airlines. They do little rhymes. They're fun. They're very nice and accommodating, so the airline itself was fine. I think this kind of structure brings out the worst in people. Oh, absolutely. That's why I'm kind of... Like the, the passengers are the ones to oh. blame when it comes to blocking off seats, saying my husband's coming, and then he never shows up, <gasps> so they can have a oh, seat next to that. Yeah. 
Ooh. Yeah. And you're sizing up the people next to you. Mm-hmm. Like, who do I want to sit next to? And then if you have the empty seat, you're like, well, am I the last person picked? Yeah. Maybe you want to go it, on there stinky. Oh Dawn, is, is it color-coded? <laughs> stinky. What is she talking about? Stinky. Oh, you mean We're to offend them? Look, mom. Donna Valentine's here, guys. We're, <laughs> we're now seating the mom section. Are you talking about Southwest? Yes. yes. I yes. hate that. Yeah. It's you so fl- weird. I've never flown there. One time. Yeah. That's one and Last done, Last time, huh? yep. <laughs> that Donna. is so weird. It's like trying to like find a seat at the cafeteria with a bunch of people you don't know. Yeah. yeah. You know, people aren't very nice. They're not. And then they look like you're offending them or just pooped in their Cheerios. You're like, sorry. We are now seating by animals, the cheetah section. Can we now seat the cheetah section? Got some animal prints? Let's go. Alexis was really wondering about the, is it one, two, three, ABC, four, five, six? She was wondering the structure of the seating. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Eleven and twelve. Twenty-one. Anyway, Donna Valentine, what do you have coming up on your show? Oh, my God. I don't know. I just got back. Yeah. Yeah. Did did you go on a jet plane too? I did. And I went to the Jersey Shore and I got saltwater taffy. Oh my gosh. I I want one. You can have some. I brought it for the boys. Okay. But but it's, they're not going to. Does Ryan still work here? I think so. so Who's Ryan again? I don't know. I I used to know a Ryan. We don't know each other anymore. Uh, We also have our uh, Millennial X games coming up at 1030. Of course, you guys probably talked a lot about Roseanne. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes. Bummer, huh? Yeah, big time. So disappointing. It is. It's disappointing. a bummer when you're racist. Yes, mm-hmm. it sure yes, is. When you make yeah, a racist a, statement, you know, yeah. You think about the rest of the cast, the crew. It's yeah, just that's horrible. Yeah. yeah, they're all out of work now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Valerie mm-hmm. Jarrett. And, and is be Becky fine. gonna She's get a job anywhere else, yeah. guys? I mean, no. Becky will. Oh, I, well. <laughs> Becky she might work at that Mexican place. Becky won. Yeah, maybe at the next. On that note, that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? Right. That's right. You be you, friends. We love you, and we'll see you tomorrow. We are now seating the lion section. (laughs) The lion section. Please board the plane right now. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.